Hey everyone, welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola and I'm excited to have you guys listening in to today's episode. So today I want to talk about making excuses and complaining and how those two things are costing you money. So you've probably been guilty of making an excuse or making a series of excuses for something you know you should be doing but you haven't done. You've probably complained about situations, where you are, how you don't like things um, at some point or the other. Um, We're all guilty. I've made excuses. I've complained about things unconsciously, consciously. And it's something that people do by human nature. However, when it comes to your money, um, making excuses and complaining consistently when it becomes a habit is actually very detrimental to your financial success because it's going to hinder you from accomplishing your money goals. And just because you have financial goals set, just because you have money goals in place, doesn't automatically mean that you're going to accomplish them. Even if you think that you're making small progress towards those goals, complaining and making excuses are going to take you way off the path of you actually being able to accomplish your financial goals. And so I want to talk through that on today's episode And kind of help you get to the point where you're thinking about any excuses or any complaining you might be doing, whether consciously or unconsciously, and coming up with alternatives when you find yourself in that space where you're constantly complaining and constantly making excuses, um, or even, it doesn't even have to be constant. Just every time you catch yourself making an excuse about something you know you should be doing about your finances, or every time you find yourself complaining about a financial situation, I want to talk about what you should be doing differently, basically. When it comes to money and doing the right thing about your money or putting the right plans in place for your finances, people have all kinds of excuses. And sometimes they don't even realize that they're making excuses. I've heard everything from, well, I can't save because I don't make enough money or I'm waiting until you know next year because I want to enjoy the rest of this year and just get my head right so I can make a plan for my finances. I've heard all kinds of excuses. And sometimes the excuses I've heard are pretty mind boggling. Like, You want to wait in order to get your finances in order, but in this period of time right now, what are you doing? You're just doing whatever because you're waiting for next year to come to get your finances in order. Like Excuses like that, I don't really understand them. And I feel like if you don't have the right intention about what it is that you want to accomplish in your life and with your money, then those excuses that you make, if you find yourself making them, are going to sound normal to you when in reality they don't really make any sense. I'm of the opinion that if you really want something, if you want something bad enough, if you want to build wealth, if you want to get out of debt, you want to save money, you want to get a better paying job, you want to change your financial situation, then you're going to have to do what it takes to get what you want. However, a lot of people are not ready to get out of that zone of comfort, their comfort zone. They're not they're not ready to become uncomfortable. They're not ready to do what it takes, but there's no way you're going to be able to accomplish any of your financial goals if you're not willing to step out of your comfort zone, if you're not willing to get uncomfortable and take, you know, take some major steps um, when it comes to changing your behavior and changing your attitude towards your money. And that change includes ditching the excuses and quitting the complaints because 
Every time you make an excuse about something you know you should be doing or something you know you can try to do, but you're not just going to do it because it's uncomfortable, you don't have time, you're too tired, it's too difficult, whatever your excuse is, every time you make that excuse, um, you're taking yourself off your path. Every time you start complaining about your current financial situation, your current job, whatever is going on in your life that you don't like, and you don't take the time to look up outside of your complaints and figure out what you can do to address the situation as opposed to complaining, you are limiting your success. If you sit around waiting for things to happen, all that happens is nothing. Absolutely nothing happens. If you sit around making excuses and complaining and you're not doing anything to change the situation, nothing happens. So I'll give you an example of myself several years ago. I had gotten what was, I guess, a great job, but it wasn't great to me. I was making a lot of money at this job. They were paying me six figures, but I absolutely hated the job. I hated the job. I hated my boss. I hated being there. I was not a nice person at work because I hated it so much but they kept me there because I was good at what I did. But over time, because I disliked being at the job so much, I disliked the people I work with, um, over time, it started to affect my performance, which means I became a, you know, I wasn't performing as well as I knew that I could. Um, I spent a lot of my free time at work complaining to people about how much I hated the job, how things weren't working right, right, how this wasn't for me. And instead of focusing on, you know, my career ambitions, um, I was focused on the wrong things. And as a result, when it came time to get promoted, I was passed over because I wasn't performing at my best self. And I just hated being there. And I didn't even, you know, I got to a point where, yes, they were paying me good money, but I didn't even realize that I was limiting my own earning potential by allowing my performance to decline, by um, not performing at my at my best self, by getting passed for you know the promotions because I was spending so much of my time focusing on the wrong thing. And I remember one day I was just in a really, really bad space and I called my mother and I was crying on my commute to work. I was like, oh my God, mom, I hate this job. I can't stand my boss. Oh my God, oh my God. And my mom was like, listen to me, like typical... <laughs> Mama Emily style. She was like, listen to me. What do you want to do about it now? Because you're crying about this. You're complaining about this. But guess what? You're going to go to that job and nothing is going to change. And you feel like you should be earning more money, but you're not because you stopped performing well and they passed you over for the promotion. So what exactly do you want to do? And after I had that conversation with my mother, I had to get my entire life and my entire being in check. And I realized that I had the power here. If I hated this job so much, if it was so aggravating to me, and if I was getting to a point where, you know, initially I felt I was being paid good money. And then as time progressed, I felt like I should be paid more because, you know, I was worth so much more. If that's how I felt, then I needed to change things. And that was the catalyst in me finding a new job and getting the heck out of there and getting paid even more money. But in that initial period of time where I was just stuck with my head down complaining, I was limiting myself. I was not pursuing my career goals. In fact, my career goals fell off to the side and I just wasn't in that good space to be making any good progress with my life. And so when you think about your life right now, your career, your finances, what complaints are you making and what excuses are you making that are limiting you? Because sometimes you actually have to pause and think and 
look over your situation to identify exactly what it is that you are doing wrong um, and what's holding you in place as opposed to, you know, allowing you to keep making progress. And you have to identify those things and figure out how are you going to address them. And when you identify them, you can't sit and do nothing because if you do nothing, then nothing changes, right? If I stayed at that job and I kept complaining and I kept whining, then, you know, I was just going to stay there forever and just until they fired me, basically. So you have to identify what it is that you're doing. What's making you complain? What's making you create those excuses? And what can you do differently? And so, you know, that's something that I challenge you to do if you think you're in a space or you found yourself in a space where you're just not happy and you feel like you're not making any progress. It's time to look inward. So I'll give you another example. And this next example was when I had gotten my head right. I was back on track. My mom had completely checked me and I was in a really good space with my career and with my finances. And at this point, I was ready to just basically do what it took to get me where I was trying to go. And at that time, um, this was just when I had gotten married. One of my big priorities with my husband was to, you know, get on board back with our aggressive savings. Um, you know, we had just gone past a big wedding and we had a lot of things that we wanted to do financially. Um, and so it was back to aggressive savings. So one of the things I knew that was going to happen when I got married was that we were going to be moving to New York. At the time we got married, we were in Philadelphia. And so I had no clue what the job market was like in New York. And so I decided to start looking for, um, a job early, pretty early. So uh, we got married um, a year before we were meant to move to New York. So I was like, I'll give myself six months or seven months to look for a job in New York City. So we got married in September and around February, I started looking for a job because I knew we were moving to New York the next September. Lo and behold, within two or three weeks, I got a job in New York City, but I lived in Philadelphia. And it was an amazing job. It was at my ideal company. I was getting like a $30,000 raise. It had all these perks and benefits. It was everything that I wanted to do. And I knew that I was going to love this job. However, I got it seven months too early. And so what was I going to do? And so I sat down and thought about exactly what I wanted to accomplish, what me and my husband wanted to accomplish. We wanted to continue with our aggressive savings for the plans that we had, um, you know, that we, things that we wanted to do. And I wanted to, when I got to New York, I wanted to get a great paying job that I would like. And this job was fitting all of those check marks. So I told myself, you know what, I'm going to get out of my comfort zone and I'm going to do what I need to do for the next six to seven months to be able to do what I got to do basically. And so I was able to push my start date out by a month, which means um, I committed myself to commuting to New York City from Philadelphia for six months, six long months. And I'll tell you that it was a tough commute and, you know, but I had to do it because I had a why. And so I would wake up at 5 a.m., leave my house by 5.30, drive from Philly to New Jersey to catch the Greyhound commuter bus. I would sit on that bus for an hour and a half to two hours, get to New York City, catch the subway, get to work, um, stay at work till 5.30 or 6, you know, the earliest that I could leave, get back on the subway, go back to 
go back to getting on that Greyhound commuter bus, go all the way back to South Jersey where the bus station was, get back in my car and drive back home. And depending on traffic from New York City, what was happening with the subways, what was happening on the, you know, on I-95, um, what was happening between South Jersey and Philly, I would sometimes get home at like 10.30 or 11 and have to rinse and repeat the cycle again the next morning. But I told myself that I wasn't going to complain because I knew my why. I knew the financial goals my husband and I had set. And I knew that, you know, this was a job I wanted to be at. I loved the job. I loved my boss. I loved what I was doing. And I wanted to prove myself. I wanted to get promoted. I wanted to get the raises. I wanted to show them that I was everything that I had boasted about in my interviews. And so I kept going. And on the bus, as opposed to just wallowing and pitting myself and getting angry for spending, you know, two and a half hours, three hours commuting to New York City from Philly, I would occupy my time. I would catch up on work. I would sleep if I could. I would um, watch, you know, Netflix. And luckily for me at the time, I had AT&T and an unlimited data plan so I could do whatever I wanted on, you know, on my phone. And so I would just find ways to stay motivated. And on that commuter bus, um, I actually met people who had been commuting from places like Delaware and parts, uh, parts that were further into Philadelphia than I, than I lived commuting from those places into New York city. And they had been doing it for years and they were top executives at their companies and they were doing it because, you you know, they, because of their incomes and because of other financial goals that they were trying to accomplish. And I was like, if these people are here doing this every single day, who am I not to do this for six months? It's only six months. And so I made that commute from Philadelphia to New York City every day for six months. And that was me getting myself out of my comfort zone because I could have been like, you know what, I'm just going to decline this job and I'm going to stay in Philly and work in Philly until September when we have to move. And then um, when we move, I'll look for a new job. But if I had done that, I probably wouldn't have gotten my dream job. I probably would have had a period of time where I had no income because I wasn't working because I was trying to find a new job. I would have missed out on many opportunities, for instance, being able to save money, um, being able to bulk up our short-term savings goals accounts, being able to bulk up my retirement savings account. I would have missed all of that opportunity to build wealth for that period of time where I was looking um, for a new job and I could have very well possibly not been working. And so again, when you think about what it is that you want to accomplish and you think about your why and you think about what it is that you really, really, really want out of your life and why you are building wealth, you have to get out of your comfort zone. You're going to have to do things you don't like. And you guys hear me say this all the time, getting that second job, looking for a better paying job, like, you know, working late hours, working the overtime shifts, um, cutting back on your spending radically because you have a why, you have something you're trying to accomplish. And every excuse you make, every complaint you make takes you away from what you're trying to do. So let's say when I took that job in New York City, instead of being happy to go to work every day despite my commute, I just I instead decided to just complain and complain and whatever, whatever, call out sick, you know, make excuses about why I couldn't come to work today. I would have probably quit, lost the income, been at home with no job. And then what? I would have made myself unhappy. I would have derailed myself from my goals. I would have had to, you know, have that conversation with my husband about, yeah, we're not going to meet our goals because I just want to complain about it. Like that wouldn't have even made any sense for me. And so again, 
know your why, know your why, and understand that every excuse you make, every complaint you make is costing you money. And it's costing you money in the sense that it's taking you off your goal. And it's costing you money in the sense that you are not doing what you need to do to to make real progress towards your goals. So that's what I want to talk about today. (laughs) If you find yourself making excuses, if you find yourself complaining about your current situation, stop Put yourself in check and come up with the alternative. What can you do to get out of this situation? Do not accept taking zero action. Do not accept doing nothing. Challenge yourself to do better. Challenge yourself to get outside of your comfort zone. Challenge yourself to get uncomfortable and work aggressively towards your goals. As I always say, get your you know get your why together. Figure out why you want to do this. Why do you want to build wealth? Why do you want to pay debt, save money? Why are you working so hard? What is it for? And keep that why on top of your mind so that you can Stay focused on those sucky days because there's going to be days where you just can't stand it. There are days where I was commuting to New York City and I was like, you know what? I Damn this happy. I can't be happy every day. I hate this. I hate sitting in traffic. I hate getting home at 11 p.m. Like, what the heck? I hate this. But I remembered why I was doing it. I was like, you know what? I'm here for a reason. I'm doing this for a reason. We have goals and those goals are, they're trying to accomplish are going to make all of this so worth it when we get there. And so remember your why. So thank you guys for listening today. Um, If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud and tell a friend so that more people can hear about it. Leave a review if you love it and head over to clevergirlfinance.com and subscribe there too so that you can get access to my resource library. It's pretty awesome. And so that you can join my community of clever girls. They are awesome women who are building wealth, you know, ditching debt, saving money, and just getting their finances in order and making big progress with their money. So I'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Bye.